Hello, and welcome to another episode of Daily Feasting on the Words of Christ, the podcast that I hope will help disciples of Jesus Christ to engage with the Book of Mormon on a more deeper and personal level. And today we're in pages 331 to 336. And it might be a shorter recording today. And the recordings might be a little shorter as I'm here in Idaho Falls. I've got a lot of things going on and not a whole lot of, like, quiet and time to myself. So I will do my best in these episodes, trying to keep them regular, trying to keep them to the 20-30 minute range. But we'll see what happens. Things are just kind of up in the air and that's all right for now. Things don't need to be perfect and everything's going to work out. And so just to share a few insights from my reading this morning. So the Lamanites have come to battle. Moroni has prepared so well that they totally, totally defeat the Lamanites. Even though the Lamanites had all this armor and they thought that they were going to win. Turns out they're not because Moroni is so good at preparing the people that there's no way the Lamanites can win. It's absolutely fantastic. But then there becomes a dispute among the people about uh, property lines. And there's a battle that ensues because of that. But they're able to squash it pretty quick. And then Amalekiah, the king of the Lamanites, is mad because the Lamanites lost. And so he wants to start to lead his armies to battle because... He doesn't care about the Lamanites. He doesn't care about his people. He just cares about power. He wants to subject the Nephites to bondage or just slay them all. And he's especially mad at Moroni. Um, But there's some time of peace and the Nephites are prospering. They're keeping the commandments. They're doing a lot of preparation and they get lots of riches and prosperity and they're doing really, really, really well according, like, as the Lord has promised, when they keep the commandments, they prosper. And so, um, the Nephites, you know, it says in the Book of Mormon that this was the happiest year that they've ever had. And, you know, they were preparing for war. I just find it so interesting that, you know, this is wartime, even though it's a few years of no battles, but like in wartime, these people, this is the happiest they've ever been and fortifying their cities. They've been preparing, they've been keeping the commandments and things are going really, really well. And then the chief judge dies. His son gets into the judgment seat and there's peace. However, there's a few people that want the law to be altered and they want a king. And they want a king because they all want power. So again, something similar with Amalekiah, their desire for power instead of the desire for liberty and freedom. So here are some of my thoughts concerning what I read today. And I really read the Book of Mormon more in mind for like, what in here can help me with my day today as I uh, help my friends with the wedding and as my and as they're also going through 
you know, difficult times right now. Like how, you know, we're just kind of in a state of limbo. It's such that we have no idea what's going on. We have no idea what we need to do from moment to moment. We're kind of literally flying by the seat of our pants, just making like literally we have no idea how each day will go, what needs to happen each day and anything can change. Some of you are probably familiar with this feeling because COVID's done that to all of us. Um, and so this is pretty familiar, but with a wedding to plan for on top of that and a few other things that are going on, it, it definitely adds a lot of stress. And, you know, as a friend in a position in which I want to help them, but not knowing how to help, you know, I really tried to read the Book of Mormon to find what is it that I can gain, you know, how can I find help from the Book of Mormon today? Because I really need it. And as I was reading, it was the Lord's promise when he was talking about how the Nephites, that was their happiest year. It's verse 20 in chapter 15. It says, and this is actually a quote of what God told Lehi, but it's a promise that the Lord has made to all the house of Israel. And it says, Blessed art thou and thy children, and they shall be blessed, inasmuch as they shall keep my commandments, they shall prosper in the land. But remember, inasmuch as they will not keep my commandments, they shall be cut off from the presence of the Lord. So that scripture really helped me because, you know, during this time of uncertainty, you know, the one thing we do know is the gospel. The one thing we do know is Christ. He is our rock, our foundation. The gospel is something that will never change from day to day. Anything else can change, but the gospel will not. It is strong. It is steady. It is always there. It will never disappear, never be taken away. And, and it's something that can't be taken away from you because... The gospel is inside of you. It's how you live and how you talk to God and how you have him talk to you and how you study the gospel. Like it's literally something that cannot be taken away from you. The gospel is something that will always be there. And as long as we keep the commandments, God has promised that he will bless the house of Israel, that they will prosper in the land. That everything will be okay. And that really helped me because as long as I keep the commandments, everything's going to turn out all right. You know, maybe it's different than we think it will be. You know, maybe I'll get back home <laughs> on Friday so that I can go to work on Saturday and maybe I won't be able to. I don't know. But as long as I keep the commandments, I know everything's going to be okay. And I don't need to worry and I don't need to stress. I'm, I'm just here to help and to do my part. And, you know, I, as long as I keep Christ my focus, as long as I have faith in Christ, then he's going to guide me and we're going to figure this out together. And we're going to blaze a trail through all this uncertainty and darkness and... And it's going to be okay. And everything's going to be all right. 
I don't need to fear or to doubt or to get discouraged because as long as I keep the commandments, then God's got me. God's got me in his arms and I'm going to make it through. God is very aware of my situation and my friend's situation and everything that needs to happen. He knows how limited our time and our resources is and he will provide a way for us to accomplish everything and you know we can pray and ask that resources and things may be provided and do it as a exercise of faith knowing that God wants to bless those things for us I just that to me is so important you know I we it's something I've noticed, and I talked a lot about it in the episode with Emily Applegate, the bonus episode. Uh, if you haven't listened to that, I highly suggest you do because it was so cool talking to her about this. But, you know, all these characters in the Book of Mormon, it's their faith in God and in his promises that carry them through. They, they cling to the promises when all else is gone. And it carries them through so much difficulty and other things. And so that's, you know, seeing how Nephi, Ammon, and Alma have clung to the promises. They've clung to the iron rod, the scriptures, and the words that are in them. How they have survived, basically, upon those promises and seeing how they've been able to make it through is a testimony to me that if I do the same, I will make it through. I will overcome insurmountable odds as well. Because my God is all-powerful. There's nothing he can't do. And so I can move forward with faith and with a smile on my face knowing that things are going to be figured out and we're going to be all right. Uh, a few other things I noticed in reading this is, I mean, like, even after they won a battle, Moroni is still preparing. He sets up guards on the battles, on the border lines, to cut off the Lamanites from getting more supplies in their possessions and things if they were to attack. And to me, you know, as this being a battle and kind of a symbol between Satan attacking us and our day, you know, I kind of like that idea of setting up border patrols so that if a temptation comes, we cut it off from its supply so that it has no room to grow and to fester within us and it dies instantly. Right? If you feel like you struggle with an addiction, you know, cut off anything that is tied to that addiction, those friends that encourage you to fall back and those places and those smells and those things and don't allow anything in that will cause those triggers or if you know or things like that that's just a simple example <laughs> but like cutting off the supply that our temptations usually have to grow into sin 
will help us to be able to keep the commandments, having a border patrol, something that will help us to follow the commandments of God. Um, you know, my dad has always said, you don't even want to go to places where there's the possibility of being tempted. Even if you think you will not fall into sin, don't even go to places where you could be tempted. Not that you'll sin, but where you'll be tempted. Don't even go there. And so I thought that was an interesting thought, and I liked that. And I thought it also interesting how Amalekiah just also... I just see Amalekiah exhibiting a lot of the traits of Satan. He doesn't care about the Lamanites. He only cares about power and subjugation of everyone on this planet. And so Amalekiah, when he hears that the Lamanites lost, he's angry at the Lamanites, angry at the Nephites, angry at Moroni, and he decides to go to battle and he does not care if all the Lamanites die in the process. He wants to subjugate the Nephites. So, like, why? We don't need to listen to Satan. Because he doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about your welfare. He wants to destroy you. Make you miserable and unhappy. And it doesn't matter to him how he's going to do it. But he's going to find a way to do it. And so I think... When we're being tempted, that's something to remember. Satan does not care about our welfare, but God does. He does care about our welfare. And he has provided so many tools and resources for us to use so that we can make it on this journey safely. There's an iron rod. There's a straight and narrow path. We can cling to those. We have the spirit. We have the scriptures. We have sacred ordinances of the church. We have so many resources, family history, temples, just God has given us so much to help us combat sin and to return back to him. God does care about our welfare and everything he does is for our benefit. And even during the hard times, it's those hard times that will allow God to provide miracles in our lives. And we can pray and we can ask God for those miracles during those hard times and for the faith to keep moving forward. We can be honest with God about our weakness and where we're at because God says, come to me with those and I will make weak things become strong. He will make us strong. We just got to trust him. Just got to open up our heart to him. Give our all into his hands and he will shape us into warriors stalwart sons and daughters of God so that's what I'm clinging to today I'm clinging to the promise that God will prosper those who keep his commandments and that God is good and that he's going to work miracles in our lives because that's he's all powerful and that's what he wants to do and so like I said, they might be a little, my episodes might be a little bit shorter because I don't always have a whole bunch of time or a whole bunch of uh, solitude in order to record and if all that, and all those background noises, 
that have always been in my podcast episode. I apologize. And one day I'll be in a quiet space and no interruptions. But until then, you know my spiel. Record impressions. Act on them. Because that's how miracles happen is when we act in faith. Share this podcast. Rate it so others can find it. And then, you know, if you want to talk to me, do it on the Facebook page because the email is still not working. Anyway... Remember, God loves you. He's looking out for you. Stay awesome, and I'll talk to you later.